0: Grace to you and peace from God, our Heavenly Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. So does anybody want to answer? What does a robber value? Anybody? A robber values your stuff. Right? That's what's most important to them. And I'm going to go out and say more important even than their own life. Why do I bring up robber? Well, it has to do with the the King James version, not the English Standard version. Uh in the King James version it is who did not consider it robbery to be counted equal with God. Who did not consider it robbery And and you know as as a kid growing up on King James, yes, I'm that old that King James was the version. It was the Bible. If you went to that new revised standard, you were a heretic. But did not consider it robbery to be counted equal with God. And for many years I I searched and I thought sought to find what the answer is. And it it has to do with the Greek word. You knew this was coming in, of course, right? But the Greek word has to do with clutching and grasping so hard. What makes a person a robbery is not their desire for your good, but the fact that they hold on to. They want to grab a hold of your goods. They value that more than you. And that object, whatever it is, becomes the most important thing in their life. Their value system revolves around that which they want to clutch, what they want to grasp. The old church, the ancient church recognized that in the, the mortal sins. And you have two mortal sins that revolve around that concept. First of all, greed which is the gateway to all of them. Because greed is love turned in upon itself. And the second is gluttony. In greed, you value yourself above anyone else. And therefore, you will do anything it takes to make sure that you are what you want to be. That the world is what you want it to be. And anything that doesn't fit that picture, you scratch out of existence because it doesn't fit your world. Gluttony seems to be the same thing except it's the massive gathering of things. And it it turns itself around and it really fits this verse very well. Gluttony has to do with wanting something so no one else can have it. It's not that you want it so that you can consume. It's not you want it so that you can be big and round as a bowling ball. It's that you want it because you don't want someone else to have it. And never mind that you've got 25 identical to it. Number 26 is the magic number because otherwise somebody else might get that That's robbery. Greed and gluttony in the early church were fought against by the holy virtues of love and charity. Love does not look to itself. Love does not value itself above other people. But love looks outward. Charity is depriving yourself even, or at least not filling your life so, that others don't have, but rather seeing that they do have. So charity is all about is looking at what we have, looking at what we can do, looking at what is available to us, And seeing that it gets to those places that it needs to be. It's about values. In the Christian virtues, we value the people around us rather than ourselves. And that brings us to Jesus. Have this mind in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, something to be clung to, something to be held on to. Who does Christ value above all else? When we look at that mind, that attitude of Christ, it becomes very clear. He will go without sleep. He will go without eating to the point where his family thinks he's nuts and they come to drag him out of the house so they can pour a bowl of soup down his throat. But his answer to them is, no, 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 no. These people. These people are my brothers and sisters. These people are my family. These people are the children of God. And it's these people that I came for. You see, when Christ leaves heaven, it's not for His own glorification. It's not to add another feather in His cap or another diamond on His crown. As we look at the next two weeks, we see further how He devalues that being God. Not that he ceases to be God, but it doesn't control everything he is. But something else does. And it has to do with you and me. The fact that he values us causes him to be something. Causes him to do something. What about us? Does the fact that he values us The fact that he is willing to leave his throne on high and come down to this world, does that change us? When we look at that mind that is in us, do we value what he would have us value? And by the way, I am no way saying you have to live as a homeless person, you have to give away all of your goods. Uh, by the way, just live, give away all your goods. We'll all move into tents out here in the park. We've got plenty of space on the parking lot. We'll all just live out here. We'll have some campfires, and we'll cook, cook a big pot of beans and rice, and, and we'll just all live out here. I'm not saying that any more than the early church in fighting against gluttony and talking about charity was saying, give up everything. But when you see the need, like Christ saw our need, Does it tug at your heart? Does it punch you in the gut? Does it change the value of that which you hold in your hand and make you to value instead what you see with your eyes, what you hear with your ears, and what pulls at your heart? You see, having the mind of Christ in us, having that Christ-like mind, means we have Christ-like values. No, I can't die to save anyone, and neither can you. But I can look at what God has given to me and value it in such a way as valuing how it will help those around me, as using it for the good of His kingdom and His people, And is using all that he has blessed me with to help those individuals who are in need. Rather than to look at my kingdom and my throne, to look at the people that God has given me, especially those in need. Next week, we'll go into the first of the two actions in his humility, and we'll ask ourselves, are we humble like he? In Jesus' name, amen. Now, may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting, amen. Amen.